From crazy game winners to Omicron jeopardizing the season, the last two weeks have been eventful to say the least. Plus, Steph Curry made history and the Ben Simmons trade rumors are back. Finals are over, but the grind doesn't stop. This is the Balnus and Ballin' Podcast. What's good, everyone? It's Jordan Peck, the now and host of the Balnus and Ballin' Podcast. We have a lot to get into today. A lot has happened, even within the past week, with the COVID outbreak going on around the league. I'm going to get to that eventually. But first off, the usual NBA recap. Game winners galore. First off, the Lakers beat the Mavs 107-104 with rookie Austin Reeves, undrafted rookie Austin Reeves, draining the game-winning three. He had a career-high 15 points. He went 5 of 6 from deep. Also career-high 7 rebounds. Uh, LeBron James uh, had uh, 24 points, 3 rebounds, and 5 assists. Russell Westbrook with uh, 23, 10, and 9. He hit the three-point shot to put LA up 104 to 101 with under a minute left in overtime. AD went, uh, had uh, 20, 12, and 2. Wayne Ellington had uh, nine points, all threes. He made the game-tying three in regulation. Uh, on, the, on the other side of things, Kristaps Porzingis had 23, 12, and 3. Jalen Brunson with 23, 3, and 9. Luka Doncic was out with an ankle injury. Reeves wasn't the only one who hit the game winner. Uh, The Pelicans stunned OKC with a 61-foot bomb by Devontae Graham. They win it 113-110. Graham had 15 points, 4 rebounds, and 8 assists. Uh, Brandon Ingram with 34 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Shea Gilgis-Alexander with 33-5-5. He hit the game, tying 3 with 2.3 seconds left. Josh Giddy with uh, 17 points and 7 assists. Um, And... uh, just after SGA hit that game-tying three, uh, Josh Hart inbounded it to Devontae Graham, who sunk it from 61 feet. It looked like one of those insane game winners from high school games posted on Instagram. Uh, Steph Curry made history uh, a few nights ago. He passed Ray Allen for the most three-pointers made all time. Uh, Ray had 2,973. Steph passed him in Madison Square Garden. He currently sits at uh, 2,977. The Warriors won that one 105-96. to Steph had 22-3-3 and on his big night. Jordan Poole had 19 points. Julius Randle had 31-7-3 for the Knicks. And Derrick Rose with 15-4-6. Other notable performances, Drew Holiday had uh, 26 points and 14 dimes again, uh, as the Bucks beat the Pacers 114-99. Anthony Edwards became the youngest player to ever make 10 threes in a game. He had that on uh, in a 124-107 win over Denver on Wednesday. And Gordon Hayward had 41 points with 5 threes in the Hornets' 131-115 win over the Spurs. Also, Gabe Vincent had a career-high 26 points and 7 threes. So a lot of high-scoring performances in the league this past week. And now for the latest NBA headlines. Seven teams are interested in Ben Simmons, surprise there, according to Shams Charania. The notable names include the Knicks, Lakers, and Cavaliers targeting the 6'10 point guard who has yet to play this season due to uh, a myriad of, of, of factors, including his uh, mental health and, quite frankly, his, ready, his readiness to play. Uh, it's going to be interesting again to see where he winds up. This saga has been going on pretty much since Philadelphia got eliminated uh, last year in the playoffs. Um, but they've been doing really well so far with the emergence of uh, of Tyrese Maxey and, of course, the dominating play of Joel Embiid. 
but it looks like they really don't need Simmons anymore, and it's just a matter of uh, where they find the best offer. Uh, speaking of trade rumors, DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner both want out of Indianapolis. A rebuild could be looming for a team that's been stuck in purgatory with limited playoff success. Turner had an interview with Shams where he said he felt like a, quote, glorified role player. Both star big men are frustrated on the 13 and 18 Pacers that have been unable to find their footing. Uh, the Lakers, they've been in the news quite a lot recently, but they signed Isaiah Thomas yesterday after he dropped 42 points in his G League debut. They signed him to a 10-day contract using the hardship exception. Uh, the Lakers were missing Malik Monk, Taylor Horton Tucker, and Dwight Howard to COVID protocols, and then things got worse. The Lakers are among a slew of teams being impacted by COVID outbreaks across the NBA. They currently have five players in health and safety protocols. The Bulls have five, the Knicks have four, the Nets have seven, and the Raptors, at last count, had ten in those protocols. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Zach Levine were among the big names in that pool of pro protocol, and uh, earlier today it was announced that Anthony Edwards would be in there as well. Russ has since been cleared uh, from those protocols and will join LA tonight in their game against Minnesota. Uh, that's part of the reason why LA had signed Isaiah Thomas to that 10-day. They were missing so many guys, their depth was negatively, very much negatively impacted by the uh, COVID outbreaks going on right now. And with all of this going on, uh, including one known case of the Omicron variant, what could be next for the NBA season? Game postponement definitely seems uh, likely. It's already happened for a few teams, as a matter of fact. But a season suspension again? I hope not, but that is certainly a reality. Uh, NBA's COVID protocols have gotten stricter. Uh, Toronto's Air Canada Centre will be at 50% capacity for now, mainly due to COVID protocols in Canada. Uh, NBA players who have not gotten the COVID booster shot are now subject to daily testing. 60% have received that booster which means 150 players will have to go undergo daily testing. According to this NBA.com article, quote, players in the health and safety protocols must be sidelined at least 10 days or record two negative COVID-19 tests in a 24-hour period before they can resume basketball activities. With all of this, Kyrie Irving has been activated as a part-time player for the Brooklyn Nets. Mind you, he's still unvaccinated. And that was announced today that he begun the process, which again includes daily COVID testing. Having him join the team at this point in the year is a pretty good sign given the Nets' struggles with COVID. Of course, his onboarding process will take quite a while because uh, Nets personnel are not sure uh, how his conditioning is. So he's definitely going to need some time to ramp that up before we see him make his season debut. Woj just tweeted this out about five minutes ago. In the wake of dozens of players being sidelined in the league's health and safety protocols, the NBA will discuss a plan with the National Basketball Players Association that would allow teams to add additional replacement players. He goes on to say, after the first case of COVID, a team would be permitted to add a 10-day player, but after a second, third, and fourth case, teams would be required to add a 10-day player. Teams would be limited to three replacement players, and salaries wouldn't count against the cap or tax. So we've already seen quite a few call-ups from the G League happen over the past few days, so we can expect that to continue for sure. Um, some pretty interesting stuff coming in. Um, it's understandable, of course, but uh, you have an opportunity for some guys in the G League to really make some impact 
uh, on the next level, uh, on the big stage. So it's an exciting moment for them. But uh, of course, it should be in better, better circumstances. Going to be very interesting to see what other call-ups happen over the next few days with the uh, COVID outbreak going on in the NBA. And that's a wrap on another action-filled episode of the Balanless and Ballin' podcast. Happy holidays. I'm Jordan Peck of the Now, and stay safe, stay healthy, peace.